Spoilers ahead. No, just the squirrels. We, uh, guys, yeah. yeah, we got them to be our friends. What do you feed them? Like hot dogs? Okay, but you gotta think like a douchebag. I think it's B because this game's dumb and sexist. D? <laughs> no, D, D is the most dumb and sexist thing you can do. No, no, but he doesn't wanna. He wants their number right now. He doesn't wanna, you know. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Watch Play Cry, where we talk about our thoughts, feelings, and more feelings about narrative video games. Video games have an amazing quality, an ability to make storytelling interactive, and the level of immersion and emotional attachment in narrative video games is the reason we created this space here to share our thoughts and feelings about them. My name is Andy Wong, and I'm joined by some good friends, Rogers. Hi, Andy. Chi. Hi, Andy. Angela. Hi, Andy. And Melly. Hi, Andy. Super Seducer is a dating simulator, maybe, that attempts to coach the player on how to be a better pickup artist, maybe. Uh, the player is shown a real-life cutscene a la 1990s arcade game and given a choice between four very bad and often offensive options on how the main character, a B-level Fabio, can respond to a female, and yes, it's always a female, in various situations to reach an objective which ranges from getting a number to getting the girl to come home with you. On the sidewalk, in a bar, in the office, nowhere is safe from this man. I had many feelings and emotions about this game, and none of them were arousal. But what do the rest of us think? I want to kick it to Rogers. Uh, this is an awful game. Uh, straight up, don't waste your time with it. Uh, I initially thought this was supposed to be a parody or a laugh. Um, and it kind of pretends to be, but also does not go far enough in that direction and so it's just gross <laughs> yep i i agree with a lot of things you said there uh angela what were your thoughts yeah i have to agree i think this could possibly be the worst game i've ever played or watched <laughs> um yeah i thought it'd be funny and some parts were but the cringe was too strong after a while and it's not something i would do again <laughs> how about you chi any thoughts or feelings? Uh, I feel like we're playing we're playing a different game. I thought this was the best game I've ever played. <laughs> uh, sorry, April Fool has actually passed. So actually, um, this is the textbook definition of sex sells. It, like objectively, this is like this game is just garbage. But there's a reason why there's a sequel and then a third game as well, right? It. <laughs> If you play this by yourself, I feel like that's just, to me, it seems a bit sad. It's almost like a guilty pleasure at the, like, at most. But I can see why there's a audience for this if you play with friends or if you're a streamer and you want to play this so you get people watching. Um, I think that's the two audience that this game is targeted towards. Um, in that sense, maybe a succeed. I mean, it has to if there's three games of it. But as a as a game itself, it's just it's just garbage. Interesting, yeah. the 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 fact that there's a it's a trilogy is an interesting aspect to it. But let me remind you that The Hobbit was a trilogy. Hobbit's not a trilogy. The Hobbit is one book, and anything else is not canon. And speaking of canning, shooting off 
into our next opinion. Melly, what are your thoughts? I want my money back. <laughs> that's what I'm going to say. It wasn't worth the $14.99 Canadian that I spent. Absolutely not. Where can I get my refund? Please, Steve. Please. You, you mean $15 Canadian wasn't worth feeling like you were sexually harassed for four hours? <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, cause that's, I think that's what it felt like for me. It felt like four hours of sexual harassment. It was, I, I felt gross after we played it. I mean, it was entertaining the way like cards against humanities is entertaining. Like it's fun and, and it's all stupid laughs for like 15 minutes, but anything else after that is like just cringe. And agreed. It, it went into the territory of it's so bad. It's good. Like the room. Not award-winning movie Room, but written and produced and acted by Tommy Wiseau Room, <laughs> the Room uh, movie. It was bad good, but even the bad good had a limit, <laughs> I think. Which I think leads on to my... You know what? We, we've been saying we kind of hated this game, but I, I think when we played it, I had a lot of laughs because I was not taking it seriously. I think we, we all were on the same page that this was not a serious game. Uh, were there any, like, best worst moments for you at all? And kick it to Melly because you want your money back. <laughs> best worst moments. Mm, I'm just going to say the twerk attack. <laughs> the twerk attack was the best worst moment, I think. Um, just watching him do it, picking stupid answers. As Chi said, you have to play the twerk you have to play this with friends. There's, and if you're not, that's kind of sad. I, you play it to see him kind of do stupid things. So I, I would pick the Turk attack in the dance club to introduce yourself to a potential person on the dance floor. All right, Turk attack, twerking attacking to our next top opinion, Rogers. You, I, I know you utterly hated this game, so I was wondering if there's well, any parts you did not utterly hate. <laughs> okay, so. I did enjoy the absurdity of its wrong answers. And I thought those were fine and it was good enough to be bad that it's funny to laugh at. My main issue with this is that its right answers are not a whole lot better. And either <laughs> they should have been you know something more aware uh, but a, a lot of them seem kind of close to the absurd answers that we were trying to... We're, we're pressing for just for the gags of it. I think there was a couple of them that we selected that we were doing it because we thought it would be funny and it ended up being the right answer. And you know, I think remember? that's... <laughs> uh, tickle, tickle! <laughs> oh my god. And it's just... That is... That to me means there's something wrong with this game. If if every answer we picked that we thought was going to be absurd was going was absurd, and was actually absurd, that's okay. But we picked one that, that we thought was going to be absurd, and it ended up being the correct answer in the game's eyes. That's where it really falls down. Um. But yeah, like I, I like the one that said, um, or is he he just want to have sex with them on the couch or whatever, and then she's just like no. Uh, and it goes on and on and on. Like, it seems like drawn out for so long and he's like pleading with them. Like that was kind of funny uh, in an absurd way. Um, but um, 
there's only so much you can watch at that. And this is, you know, one, two, it's fine. Uh, but then it's time to move on with your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you on that. There, there were times that, like, some of the cringe just went on for too long. I, I remember there was one part that I think broke me completely was when one of the answers was, tell them about your day. <laughs> and it was... The way he did it was so mundane and boring. It, like, broke me. He was like, well, uh, hello, uh, attractive lady. I woke up at 10 a.m. Oh, sorry. No, it was 10, 12. And then I went to go brush my teeth. And then I did some mouthwash. And then I went to play my favorite game, Assassin's Creed. Oh, do you know Assassin's Creed? It's a historical fiction game. I'm really close to the last level. And I broke because it was, like, another five minutes of that. It went on for forever. And as, like, a stand-up comedian... It felt like he was bombing for five minutes straight. <laughs> if you've ever watched someone bomb in a stand-up anything, it feels like forever. But at least when a comedian bombs in real life, they're working on material and they get that. But this guy was just telling someone about his day. <laughs> and I was like, oh my fucking God. I felt how boring it was for the person he was talking to. And I wasn't even the person he was talking to. <laughs> I mean... But I thought that answer was great. I thought that was a funny thing to have in the game where he's going on and on, and it's clearly not the right thing to do. I thought that was fine, right? So, but, like, I would watch... How many how many episodes are there, Melly, of this? Like, ten? Uh, yeah. More, I, more I think than, through, like, more than enough, I think, is the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it, it does feel like watching like the trashiest TV you've ever seen. Uh, but Andrew, you're nodding your head. What what are your thoughts? What's the best worst moment for you? Um, definitely trashy. The best worst moment for me, I think, would be when we moonwalked away in the club because no one does that, <laughs> and that was pretty funny. Or when we brought the girl a tree because that was very oh, random. No. So the, the tree was adorable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, she kind of appreciated it too, so I yeah, guess. Yeah, <laughs> I thought the tree was great. All right, so you'd use that move, Rogers. No, I want to use on me. <laughs> <laughs> You've had it used on you? <laughs> Who doesn't want a kumquat tree? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. There's a part in the game where you can, as, was it, as a gift to your friend who just broke up, give her a kumquat tree. Yeah, can you offer a glass of wine or give her a tree? And I thought the tree was really adorable. If, if someone had broken up with me, you know, I would, you know, cherish a nice tree uh, <laughs> uh, to get me by. This, this is how we know we're different people. <laughs> <laughs> how about you, Chi? What are your thoughts? Uh, I think the best part of the game is... The best part of the game is you... It's not the game. It's actually the reaction of your friends. So, like, some parts are, they crack people up, but you're not laughing at the game's attempt at it, but you're more, like, laughing at each other. So, the best part of the game is when everyone kind of just plays and has fun. Uh, I- I'm really grasping at straws here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of, that, that kind of just speaks a lot about the game. I'm not defending the game, but I will say, um, hearing Angela and Rogers talk, uh, I did notice that it seems like 
there are options that you guys don't agree with in terms of what the game tells you is the right option. I think it's not necessarily the option that's correct or not, but it's sometimes the um, I guess the performance or how you the execution of it, right? Sometimes the answer seems ridiculous, but if you play it off right, right, if you execute it properly, then it actually turns into something maybe cheesy, maybe charming, maybe something that the girl can appreciate, right? But if you don't execute it properly, like even the right answer becomes the wrong answer. I also got a kind of like a tree kind, kind of thing, thing. Like, like a, a tangy, tangy, small tangerine orange tree, tree, tree. Uh, from my wife. Uh, what? Uh, no, Eddie's not here right now, so I'm just gonna <laughs> kind of ramble on a bit. What happens is we went, we went to a store, or we went to um like a flower store, right? So um the wifey got me like a, a flower pot, so we want to buy a flower to go with the flower pot, right? So as we we're checking out, I turn around, wifey's gone. She comes back with like a giant like, well, what this game calls a tree, and he's like, I found this, and I'm like, that's cool. Why why are you bringing it to me? And now it's in my. In my living room, <laughs> it, it literally came out of nowhere, and that's not what we were even trying to get. But but I appreciate it. You know, it's kind of cool. Um, I haven't been giving it any fertilizer, so there hasn't been any fruits. Uh, you gotta get that producing stuff. Yeah, well, it. I wasn't planning to get a tangerine tree in the first place. And plus, it's what those like Chinese ones were. It, it's not. It doesn't taste good. Like those, um, I don't know how to explain it. It's just very sour. Makes it's sour not meant for candies. eating it directly, I think. Oh, you can candy them. You can make jam. That'd yeah, or dry them. Mm. Yeah. Is it this? Are you sure it wasn't a kumquat tree? Like, I don't what know. we got in the video. <laughs> the video was it was a kumquat tree. I think the oranges are smaller. Like they're like tiny, tiny tangerines. I'll take a picture later and show you guys. Smaller like than kumquats? Yeah. Kumquats are tiny. They're so oh. tiny that you just eat the whole thing. Yeah. Okay, maybe not then. No, no. Anyways, <laughs> Andy's back. Know. Back on topic. <laughs> Andy, bring us back on topic. Bring Shiny it back. Reel it in. Reel it in. Reel it in. Uh, we're going to turn to a cooking show otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you know what? I think that that tree statement is a. Perfect bridge onto our next question, which is, were there any particular problematic parts of Super Seducer for you? Such as giving your best friend a tree after she just broke up with her boyfriend to get in her pants. Or I the fact that was... you try to get into your best friend's pants at all. <laughs> Roger, so you want to go first? <laughs> I, had, I have an answer if you don't. I know, I go first, Sharon. Okay, so the main thing that's wrong about this game is it's not necessarily how to pick up girls. It's more like how to manipulate girls, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's some answers that I'm looking at. I'm like, okay, so this will get you laid. But I don't mm-hmm. like this answer because it won't get you into like a relationship or mm-hmm. anything serious, right? It's... It's like that time where um the girl breaks up with a guy, right? If you jump in right now, yes, she's vulnerable, but you're manipulating her. The game is teaching you how to manipulate a girl who just gone through a breakup. That's not a good thing, technically. You know, it's yeah, and morally, but then by having that episode in, like he's not wrong, but it's just manipulative. 
And because of that, I think it's not really super seduce. Like you're not seducing them; you're manipulating them. And to me, that's what was wrong with this game for certain parts. Yeah, that's that's interesting. So for you, this is not a super seducer game; it's a super manipulator game. Uh, there's parts that I like at the beginning. Like sure, you pick someone off the um, like in the park or at a bar, right? But when it gets to certain episodes. Like I guess the game wanted it to be more diverse, but there are some times where, even though you look at it and you're like, okay, this is what you want to do to get laid, but it's not the right answer. Like it's just kind of cringy. Yeah, yeah, I feel you on that. Especially that that first episode. This game feels like it was written by a bunch of high school kids who think they know how to date. And I think that really shines through when the first girl we run into on this, I believe it's a sidewalk, and we find out she's on the way to the park. To feed squirrels. <laughs> that that was what she was doing for the afternoon. She was very busy, this hot girl feeding squirrels. I don't know about y'all, but I've never met anyone, hot or not, on the way to the park to feed squirrels. <laughs> I mean She was she was meeting up with her friend. Yeah. And then I think that together. was just the activity they were doing. She wasn't doing that solo. Oh, sorry, yes. And that, her friend so was the one that fed squirrels, and she was just <laughs> keeping her... Tagging along. But yeah, it was like some of those questions when she was on the street, and it was like, oh, ask her more questions. Tell her about you. Tell her about your job. And it's like, she got to go. Like, let her go. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't you know going what I mean? Herself. She's going to meet someone. Like, she was going to meet somebody. Felt like we were taking up too much of her time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's going to be late. She's going to be late, but we want to get laid. Oh. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> I think the goal of that one was just was just to get her phone number anyway. I think so. Yeah. Like, or, no, it's to arrange... It was supposed to be to arrange an immediate... An instant date. An instant was it date. instant date and phone number? Yeah. True. Fair. Because getting a phone number is not good enough. I will say there are some merits to some of his answers, just not the way he's doing it in game, or the sometimes the reasons behind them, uh, like uh, getting late. Uh, uh, yeah, well, no, not that, but like, oh, um, you know, say someone is already interested in you to make you more desirable, right? That kind of stuff. And it's, it feels like you shouldn't lie about that, but it doesn't need to, like, come up about it. Um, or stuff like, I don't know, like, there was one part where it was, the answer was to, like, be a little bit negative on the, on the person. Um, I kind of actually put them down. Um. And it's it's not it's not like a lot of the right answers seem fine. Like I don't have any problem with them. Like maybe like eighty percent of the ones that we saw was like, eh, sure, that's fine. Um, but there's just a couple here and there which felt very much like that. You know, early two thousands, uh, pickup artist kind of stuff about you know this is the game and we're like we're players in it and we're going out for a hunt and we're getting like go to the club and get all these girls numbers like that kind of stuff where people are really kind of really pushy um 
and like, oh, if they say no, yeah, right. And if they say no, just kind of like dismiss the no and keep going for it, because eventually they'll they'll give in, right? That kind of stuff. And it just felt nagging. Yeah, not nagging, but nagging. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It feels really slimy. <laughs> yes, it it was all gross. <laughs> it was like if you brought an extra large bag of Cheetos, jalapenos, and then put mayonnaise all over it. It was, yep, a lot of confused faces. That's what it felt like. And then if you eat it, you know it's bad for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> still confused? Yep, it's a great metaphor. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I do agree with a lot of what you're saying. And I think um, that there is a big aspect of it, which I think one of the problematic parts is basically like, the idea that you have to put them down to make them feel worse about yourself, which kind of comes back to what she was saying. It's like not super seducer, but super manipulator. Like you're not seducing them. You're kind of like manipulating them. Part of them, part of that process, apparently making them feel bad about yourself so that they feel like they should want you. Like they should feel so bad about themselves <laughs> that they should want someone as bad as this B-level Fabio. What's his actual name? Richard. Know. This is a Richard. real person. Richard. Yeah, Richard. Richard yeah. Richard with a last name of some sorts. Uh, he has a YouTube channel. He has a YouTube channel that does stuff. Unbelievable. <laughs> ah, believable. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Richard LaRuna. Uh, That's right. Is this YouTube channel also about picking people up? Or yeah, what? he's like part of like an organization. Like, Pick Up Artist Training Limited. Oh my god. They're allowed the the to publish this. That's why it, it's it's like... There's an actual organization dedicated to pick up artists. Yeah, this was. I remember this being a big thing when I was a kid, of like people just flaunting that they're going to be pick up artists and that kind of stuff. Like there's a bunch of shows on TV, like reality TV shows of like, um, this week on pick up artists, a Magic Mike versus Sparkles go head to head in a three round matchup to get uh numbers from girls at. VIP club. First challenge. Find uh, a mother hen and get her friend's number. It's it's, it's a thing. <laughs> you did see those? No, what? <laughs> no. What, am I the weird one? Wait, does, does anyone else know what he, Roger's talking about? Andrew's shaking her head. Franka knows. <laughs> what kind of TV are you watching as a kid? It was on like Not... Spike and Comedy Central. Uh, it was um, Keys to VIP was one um, in the late two thousands. There was some like boot camp training pickup artist one where they took like losers, so losers, not not real losers, but like <laughs> uh, that kind of stuff. Like someone had a stutter, which is you know, you know, that's actually something to get over. Someone uh, that Richard was trying to portray, aka IT guy, <laughs> programmer, and YouTuber. Yeah, it basically take take these like, you know, shy people and turn them into you know, uh, men with game basically. Um, there's a bunch mm -hmm. of that kind of stuff going on. It's a big fad. All right. Well, I, I think we're, did all, did we all go through some problem like parts, Andrew? I don't think you have voiced your thoughts on that. Yeah. So, uh, part of what I don't like about this game is that I thought it was very misogynistic <laughs> and sexist, and I was like. Wow, this game is even that old, though. 
And I know that it's supposed to be a joke, but a lot of it seemed like it came off very demeaning to women. And I really didn't like that about it. I felt low-key offended playing this game. Um, yeah, that bothered me. And the fact that I feel like some people, I know it's supposed to be a game that's jokes, but I think some people might take it seriously, especially if this guy has a YouTube channel and an actual organization to be a pickup artist. I'm concerned for people that actually believe in these kind of methods. And like Chi was saying, a lot of these things are like putting down women to kind of get your way with them. So that was a big problem for me. Yeah, and it feels like a lot of that is like just like a mirage, like a cover. I'm like, oh no, don't worry, bro. This is just a joke. Like, it, this is obviously absurd, right? But then kind of whispering to, you know, like as a dog goes, no, 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 like this actually works kind of thing. Um, like, they have a lot of stuff where the character in the game, so I, I don't, I doubt the actual person really thinks this, but like, it's always like, Oh, like, you're, you're a woman, like, you like fashion and arts and shopping, right? Like, you studied, you must have done art at, you know, university. And she's like, no, no, I did business kind of thing, right? So it does make, like, that type of be like, oh, we're, we're going to, the, the character is going to put the stereotype on, and then the actual female character is going to then reject the stereotype and say, like, you know, she's actually a businesswoman or whatever it happens to be, and not just, um, you know, like, like a fashion model or whatever hat or like photographer kind of stuff but then yeah it, it, yeah I it, remember that part that was that was oofy yeah but uh, even the responses available to that after i remember none of them were good answers like one of the best ones you could have chosen because some were like oh good for you oh good for you for studying something that's kind of hard like what the hell are these answers none of those were good in my opinion yeah, they <laughs> they're all kind of offensive <laughs> They felt very condescending. Like, even the good yeah. ones felt, like, very condescending about, uh, like, oh, y like, you're, you're so special for doing this compared to, yeah, that's just what everyone, like, someone would do. It doesn't matter if it's a woman or a guy or whatever it is. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think one of the replies to that is, oh, you didn't want to do a real degree? Like, math? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. What? I didn't, I didn't do math. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he did math. <laughs> or maybe... So I think this is a, a good jumping point for what I wanted to ask you guys next. Which is like, what do you guys think of this like main character? The actor and what he's portraying, up to you. Because like, it almost kind of feels like maybe he was one of these people that he's self-describing and trying to like basically market his product to, which, are, which I, I think what he thinks is like 1980s stereotype IT guys. Who are like antisocial and don't know how to socialize, but are really good at like programming. Like this is what feels like it's targeted to and people who are like this. <coughs> like this is a one on one, and it feels like almost like he was once that guy, <laughs> and he's like, "Well, look at me now." Well, I, I think it's like common to like the marketing that kind of stuff. It's like you know I was like you once, but you know I got over it, and now like I'm super successful and I have a lovely wife and all that kind of stuff, right? So. Regardless if that was true or not, it's definitely something that, you know, that would be marketed towards it. Because that's how you, how you do it, right? You want to hook into, you know, the people who uh, feel like they have that greatest need and are going to pay the most money. Like, I was looking at the DLC page for this game. Why? <laughs> because, because, like I said, it, it was, it, it tried to play itself off as a joke, right? Like, 
like don't take this seriously. This is ridiculous stuff. It's just for fun. But then all the DLC stuff is like not for fun stuff. It's training things. It's like um, the nighttime strategy, bridging the gap, earning the kiss, daytime strategy, realizing your value, like much more like self-help kind of, you know, I'll borrow a term, woo-woo shit. Um, so actual things that are meant for self-help. Yeah, like that you would actually kind of learn from as opposed to just have a laugh at. Yeah. Well, does anyone else have thoughts on uh, Mr. Richard? All right. He's just a bad actor. I would just say he's just a bad actor. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, this, that's what I'm this... this. He keeps saying he's like, he's the smoothest pickup artist. He's our teacher. And this guy is the most stiff actor I've ever seen. Oh, man. And like, anytime he acts or tries to be seductive, he just comes off as really creepy. Did, did, did anyone else get that vibe? Yeah. I don't know if that was intentional. Like, to make it funny, or they just, you know, left it in because it happened to work okay in the style. But he was not a great actor uh, in terms of his performance. However, his wife, so his real life wife, is in this game. He's she's in one of the chapters. She's actually not a bad actress. Like I believe. Did her. we? Did we see her? Us? Yeah, she's the she's the she's the one with the big giant earrings that we thought <gasps> oh! was gonna fall off. <laughs> and so I thought. I believed her story that she, you know, was worked at a veterinarian and, you know, her, her disgust at some of the answers that we picked and all that kind of stuff or, like, the playfulness. I thought she came off quite well in acting out those scenarios, probably because she's very, you know, it's her husband, right? So they can just have fun together. Um, but he couldn't keep a straight face uh, <laughs> in a lot of those awful ones. You hear, like, smirking or, like, holding back laughter um, or smiling. Um, after he's done something absolutely ridiculous, um, like zipping down his pants, yeah. <laughs> yeah like oh, that makes sense that that would be his wife then for the one that he's trying to like undo his pants. Um, <laughs> I think that's the one where she walked away the most, right? In like the cafe or whatever. Yeah, there's a lot of times yeah. where she like will like slap him and then like, yeah, right? Yeah, um, that, that yeah, she was wife. great. Yeah, his, his real life wife, right? So, um, I thought she was good. Yeah, I, I thought she was actually a good actress, and I, I think the there was an American actress before it, her. The Russian cafe reading the book? Yeah, the best friend. who was a, like almost like 90% for sure a Russian spy. Yeah, she was also good. I think everyone else was not so great at acting. Yeah, oh, sometimes I, I, I see the mind. girls start laughing. Like, they'd smile right after and start almost laughing when the scene was about to change. I don't know. I kind of felt like the way that he was acting, if I was there and someone's trying to chat me up and they were doing that, I'd be kind of like, oh my god, is this for real? <laughs> this is kind of ridiculous going on. <laughs> you mean you wouldn't be seduced by someone <laughs> acting blind? <laughs> <laughs> Which, to be fair, did not work in the game either. Thank god. If that was a real thing, I would I would. Uh... No, like a lot of the ridiculous ones obviously didn't work out. And I, I thought that was good. And there's a lot of stuff where they're like, he's always saying like, yeah, like make sure there's like permission and like you know don't don't be a creep kind of stuff. But like I said, like twenty percent of the of the right answers were still not great. Let's yeah, that way. Twenty percent, I think, is uh, you being generous. 
Like, a lot of them were not great. No, I think there were a lot of parts when we played this game where we were like, oh, because at one point we tried to play to win. And we were like, none of these are good answers. <laughs> Melly is sh- uh, nodding her head and is shaking her head. <laughs> as, as, a, <clears throat> as a woman, I would say I would not be wooed by Mr. Richard. That's <laughs> all I'm going to say. <laughs> Angela, do you agree? Would you have been wooed? I'm definitely not. I feel like I would actually attack him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I I think Roger, you touched a bit upon this. Were were there any kind of like dating archetypes that came up when when we played that you noticed? And like, did that kind of fit into some overarching stereotypes? I know there was a lot with like the female stereotypes that we noticed. I just want to throw it out out there. Achi, what do you think? Um, I... I don't know if this answers directly your question, but I feel like all the female uh, characters, per se, right? I think the reason why... Okay, okay, let me rewind this. So, Angela and Melly will not get wooed by uh, Mr. Richard here, right? Like, straight up. Um, I feel like the girls in the story are all in some way vulnerable. Maybe they just gone through a breakup. Maybe they, um, like it won't work against regular people. I think it might work against certain people. And the girls in the story, they all have some sort of vulnerability to them, and it leads me back to how I think this is just a manipulative game. So you manipulate certain, like. I don't know if type of woman is the right word, but like you won't this won't work against most people, I think. Yeah. But then I would also say most people won't be in a bar letting a guy come up and pick them up normally. Well What other scenario other than the girl who broke up and we want to get laid do you think is vulnerable? So we had the girl in the cafe who was just reading a book. She was right? fine. She was well, fine. It's the girl not... on the street meeting her friend mm-hmm. to feed the squirrel. She just homegirl. And they did say, the like, if, if she doesn't respond and say no, like, just let her keep going. But this, uh-huh. in this scenario, she happened to stop and talk to us, right? And so. Because we kept a good distance and we waited in front of yeah, her so that she would stop. We didn't, we didn't um, sneak up behind her. Sneak up behind like, her. <laughs> yell at her from across the street. <laughs> Um, um, it's not necessarily the scenario, but so for example, if Angela was the person in the lib or in the coffee shop, this wouldn't have happened, right? Like you said, you would have just punched him or maybe well. just left or something, right? The reason why the conversation was able to happen was be, I feel like was because maybe the girl was in a more vulnerable state. Vulnerable doesn't necessarily mean you are in a bad state, right? It could mean that you're trying to find a person yourself. You know, maybe you are... Mm, I don't know, maybe... Yeah, maybe you're trying to find someone, too. I, I don't... I haven't really thought this out too much. Obviously, obviously so, if they, were, if they weren't looking for a date, right, then it wouldn't work, right? But if they were like, oh, you know, I'm single, whatever. No. I eventually want to meet someone. Oh, look, this person talked to me. 
sure, while we find out if they're interesting or not, kind of thing. I think that's a lot of people. Um, I, the one in the cafe with the book. I don't know. If I'm reading a book in a cafe, I don't want to talk to somebody. <laughs> I'm busy reading my book. <laughs> but but if you go to like a bar, right? I think you would be, uh, you know, approachable to have someone talk to you, even if you, even if you're not, let's say, looking for a date. It might be fun just to see what's this person about. I wouldn't necessarily maybe upfront with them and say like I'm not looking for a date, but if you want to like hang out and chat, that's cool. True. I think you touched upon this a little bit. Sorry, I'm just trying to balance dinner shit around me and, and recording at the same time. Uh, was there any of the like the worst advice that we found right that was disturbing? You don't think tickling was was weird? Not necessarily. I mean, because they were already friends as well. Yeah, I've so never tickled my friends. But are, you, are they ticklish? Everyone's they ticklish. Not everyone. No? What? what? Well, when you are with a girl or the opposite gender and it gets to a point where there's a bit of sexual tension, like, he's not wrong. One thing you can try to gauge the other person's reaction is by doing a bit of touching. You know, sometimes it doesn't have to be tickling. It doesn't have to be, like, you know, it could just be putting your, maybe even your hands kind of, like, on her shoulder or, like... Just a bit of touching just to gauge where it will go after. Obviously, if you do it to a friend out of nowhere, they'll be like, yo, what the hell, right? But it depends on the circumstance. Do you speak from experience, Chi? <laughs> um, that was not instant, no. <laughs> <laughs> depends on if you're going to cut this off from the podcast or not. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Story time. Story, Story time. time. Story time. Uh, we're trying just to like limit us. the amount of time for you know. Oh, question. we got time. We got time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm running the clock. Don't worry. We good. <laughs> we'll come back to it at the end. Uh, well, because I I will say like a lot of the stuff he says, whether it's manipulative or not, he's not. There, it's not that there's no merit to it. There are cases or situation where some of these are decent ideas, or at least not bad ideas, you just have to do it right, and you have to make sure you're, the person res- like th- that you're talking to, or you're trying to do it to, is um, okay with it. You know? like, d- d- like, different girls are different. Okay, I want to I wanna go back and maybe not say vulnerable. I guess just depends on what the girl's looking for. Different strokes to different folks. <laughs> Kinda, like, yeah, just like how Roger's right. Like maybe some girls who are looking for a companion, right? May, they may not be vulnerable. They're just looking for someone, right? Maybe if a guy goes up to talk to them, and maybe if the guy's like good looking, presents himself well, then yeah, there's something there, right? Um, but like, say if you put Mel or Angela in the bar and Richard comes up to them, it wouldn't work. So it literally just depends on. Not partner, but the person you're talking to. And I think it's important for any player, play, person who's playing this game as who is intending to learn from it to be able to judge, like, like to, to read between the lines. I think that's important. 
not just take it as, oh, the game looks like it works, so I'm going to try this. No, there's a lot more to it than that. Yeah. I, I think uh, this might be a better question. Like, I think we talked a, a lot about what what uh, advice was actually really bad. Was there any good advice that you guys remember? And what, like, what's your best dating advice? Right, I'll, I'll kick this one off. I think like one of the good advice, you know, one of the good advices, I don't know what the grammar is for that, that he gives is like, be honest and be confident. And be passionate about what you do, even though what you do might be boring to other people. I was like, okay, I can get behind that. Like, you know, if you're not passionate about what you do, and like, why should they be passionate about you? Like, what you do is, you know, the majority of your life. And, you know, if you're not going to be honest, um, then how do you expect them to be honest? I, I think that was kind of valid, even though he kind of goes back on his word like 20 times throughout the, the game and scenarios. But yeah, well, what do you guys think? I'm going to kick it to Melly. I'd say, yeah, like the whole honesty is the best policy. I, I think that's really important, even though, yes, he kind of goes back on his word a few times. Um, you didn't see it in our playthrough, but later on when I was playing and he asked for a girl's number and he gets it and then he's like, hey, I'm going to text you so that you have my number too. Do I really want to say that's good advice? Because then what if she gave you, like, the wrong number on purpose to, like, kind of just get you to go? Like, here's my number, okay, bye. And then she just, like, runs away. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. If they, like, if you're really digging somebody and you think that, you know, she's giving or he's giving you, like, the right vibes too, if you if you get a number, make sure they have yours too. But that's only if you think it's actually going well and not she's just trying to, like get you to just leave you know what i mean i've never given anybody a wrong number um but i could see myself doing that in a in a situation if i needed to just get them out of there situation was mr richard <laughs> oh 100 yeah absolutely he's not i mean okay and if he does if if that happens and then I give him my phone number just to get him away and he's like, oh, let me text you. And it's like, oh, and then it's like, you don't get the number. You can always ghost them. There's nothing wrong with ghosting somebody. So I, I'm going to say that. That's my Roger, advice. you're about to say something. Go you know, back to you. Uh, I don't have much to say. And mostly just be yourself. There's someone out there for everyone. Um... Uh, obviously, you know, be considerate. Uh, if your you know natural self is rude and gross and disgusting, <laughs> uh, I'm still sure there's someone else, or someone like that. But I think maybe consider changing a little bit uh, and just be more considerate. That's all. Um, but a lot of times you find love in the strangest places and different stuff. And it's not necessarily something that you find when you're looking for it. So. Yeah, Andrew's nodding. Uh, oh, also, surprise, don't go to <laughs> Badminton Club expecting to find a date there, right? You go to Badminton Club because you want to go play Badminton. Uh, no, that's where the 1% hangs out. That's where you're going to Wait, where'd that come from? <laughs> Kirk, did you guys oh, hear he likes to play squash. Oh. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's squash. Oh. <laughs> it squash he likes to play squash. He likes to rock climb. What else was there? I, I think that was squash. It. 
I just squash quit my building. <laughs> <laughs> you can play with Richard. He loves it. <laughs> and rock climbing. This might be odd topic, but I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea to join a club with the intention of perhaps meeting someone. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. It's like 90% of the reason people join. Also churches. Also well, churches. If you don't join certain things, then how do you get in, like how do you get exposure to meet anybody, right? No, you you know, that's one thing that university or in high school, more like university, one f- way you meet people is by joining clubs. You should join stuff. Right? And you should go meet people. But it should not necessarily be with the intention that every person that you're going to meet, you're going to see if you can go ahead and date them to see if they're the right person. Right? That kind of thing. Like when, you know, um, you're playing, uh, you know, you're part of a sports club and there's like, you know, eight guys there. Uh, you know, the, two of them have girlfriends who are also on the team. And then a new girl joins, and all of a sudden, the other six guys are all trying to get her number and, you know, see if she's interested, right? That seems just very, like, that's too much. Like, just have fun and take it slow and, you know, try being friends first. And and if, if there's a spark or interest, you know, go from there, right? But not to be, like, so thirsty for it right that it makes it like an un- 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 unwelcoming environment kind of thing rogers's ultimate advice don't be so thirsty <laughs> yeah i agree with the not being thirsty but you don't have to necessarily be super thirsty when you're trying to find someone i, I, I don't know you should you should join lots of stuff right but you're not necessarily gonna you shouldn't expect to necessarily find someone there right you, you, you're just taking a look and just enjoying the activity for the sake of the activity, right? If you don't enjoy so, playing badminton, don't join it. Right? right what it's, if I like badminton, but I also want to potentially find someone? And then that's I fine. That's but fine. as long as you're hmm. interested in badminton, right? Don't join badminton just for the girls with nice legs, right? That's not. That's not a good thing to do. Is that a thing? Badminton people have nice legs. Uh, sure. Why not? She looks so unconvinced. She's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Depends on what you... Like, what kind of legs you like, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah, vo- nice legs volleyball, can... whatever. Nice legs can mean nice... Nice could be whatever to anyone. Um, yeah. yeah, it could be wrestling, who knows. <laughs> Gee, once again, you, you you sound like you're speaking from experience. Okay, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going like, to leave a little break here, so if you want, you can cut... Three, two, one. So, so, <laughs> well, okay, I'm gonna be honest. I feel like I've done a lot of like, um, like, like I've tried a lot of things in the past myself, um, to see what kind of works, what doesn't. Uh, and I don't know. I think like, yeah, if you're trying to, if you like, like, get, it, there's just it gets to a point where once you finish high school, right? Maybe even starting for university, it's just really hard to find people, right? Yeah, that's why there's a lot of dating apps nowadays. Um, and it's you can like once you finish university, then it's just you have a job. And aside from that, how else do you meet people? Oh, right? apparently there was an episode on that. 
in this game. <laughs> well, okay, I, I don't necessarily know if you should really like <laughs> aim for someone in your office. That's a totally different story. Well, you, yeah, you should also probably not be trying to get in your best friend's yeah. pants. <laughs> I just feel like it's f- like okay under Rogers' um uh scenario earlier, if six guys are pouncing on the girl instantly, then yeah, okay, they're off their scene. That's different. However, if you're like if you join certain clubs and you know you find someone that hey it looks kind of cute, like if you message them or even what they call slide into DMs now, like, I don't necessarily see anything wrong with that. That's just what they call shooting their shot, right? As long as you don't take it too far, as long as you know you don't come off as thirsty, you don't show dick pics, right? Then you're okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think dick pics is thirsty. That's like. That's just uh, that's just people being dumb to be honest. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak for the girls here. I don't think girls actually want to see your D. You don't need to send them. Was that the one with yeah. his wife where he showed her a picture? Yeah, well, it was. Right? There was a lot of answers yeah. where he, where he took out his phone. That was um, pretty funny. Right. Yeah, no, unsolicited dick pics. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I really don't think it works the same way for girls compared to guys. You never wanted an unsolicited dick pic? I've never wanted an unsolicited <laughs> dick pic or unsolicited uh, Andy, all right, hold on. Oh my god. No, no, no. <laughs> this for you. This is how much I care about you. Oh, uh, I can do it in the group chat so we can all see. Okay, okay. Back to the main question. All right, all right. So the question was, um, was what is one advice, right? Okay, so one thing that worked really well for me is just straight up confidence. Don't come off as cocky, but having confidence goes a long way. You don't necessarily need to show the girl you have money. You don't need to be the tallest person out there. You don't need to be the best looking person out there. Actually, I was like one of the shortest guys in the, um, like when I was younger, probably still am now. Um, but you don't need to have like, you don't need to have the height. You don't need to have big muscles. You don't need to have certain things. You know, if you come off as just confident and having some charisma, I think it goes a long way. I think some guys like to blame their um, failures on how they look, on like how how like how I guess their their weight or what they don't have, what they have. But it, what I find is if you have that confidence. If you can make the girl laugh, if you can um, make them enjoy your presence, that just makes it, like, that just puts you above a lot of other stuff, like materialistic stuff, right? And that's actually how you get a relationship that sticks, unlike if you just show off money and, you know, you might get one that, you know, that's cool, but, you know, would it stick? Depends on if you continue having money or not. Yeah. I, I think th- those scenarios, they're just trying to make it sticky. Hmm. Oh, also, don't be afraid of uh, rejection. Um, like a lot of guys, maybe even girls, they get rejected once and then they feel really bad and then they never want to go again, right? Here's my strategy. If you get rejected enough, it no not matter, like it no longer becomes a thing. You'll just be like, oh, I got rejected. All right, it means that this girl's not into me. Even better, I don't have to spend time or well, like I don't have to like, sp- yeah, spend time like considering if this is gonna be w- w- it works or not, and you just move on to someone else. You know, there's always the 
positive and negative. It might seem like it hurts, but it you know they move on. You know it's cool. True. Don't 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 take it too personally. It's not attacking your self worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and oh, sorry, I keep I know I keep rambling, but one more thing I want to leave everyone off is is um a lot of people like to try to find a reason why it failed. Just kind of like doing a test. If you if you like got a question wrong, there must be a reason, right? Sometimes there's straight up no reason. The girl just doesn't like you. You know, like a relationship, it's a two-person thing. Both person have to be invested for it to work. You can't be like the best at everything and for some reason no one's into you. Well, just because maybe because these people are not into what you have to offer. But they're like what Roger says, there is someone out there that is into what you have to offer, right? So just because you failed at one, like with one girl, it doesn't mean you need to change yourself completely and lie to the next one to get them interested. Just keep being yourself. Um, if anything, just try to have more confidence. Um, don't look at your failures too much. Don't bring them up um, and go from there. It will work out. It just takes time. Yeah. Even if you need to play badminton. <laughs> Unless that's one of the things you're bad at, in which case you're joining the wrong club. <laughs> or you can be bad at badminton as long as you enjoy, enjoy playing badminton. Mm. Just don't join the competitive team, that's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Andrew, did you tell us your, your best advice and any good advice you got from this game that you agree with? Any speck of wisdom to be honest, Mr. Richard? I don't remember any good advice from this game, but it's not because there's no good advice, it's because I don't remember the majority of this game. <laughs> I think I just wiped it from the <laughs> So maybe there was something there, but I don't remember it. And <laughs> Rose um, buried her trauma deep within her now playing this game. <laughs> but you did bring up um, that he advised to be honest and confident in yourself. So that's good advice. I don't remember him saying that. I think it was near the beginning, if it happened. Yeah. Yeah, it was like when he was trying to talk about him being like an IT guy. He's like, no, man, you got to be okay with that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So I think that's good advice. Being honest, being confident is definitely important. Um, Showing passion. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think a major thing that this game doesn't teach you for sure is to be respectful. Like, it's fine. I think it's fine to hit on a girl respectfully <laughs> but once they say no you should leave them alone and not keep persisting because that's really annoying and it's kind of frustrating and disrespectful too so yeah i guess that'd be it everyone else said the things i would say as well yeah so, that, i think that that was one of the cringiest parts was when I, I think it was like the two girls in one bar scene where they're like okay no can you please go away and he's like no as in yes and he just continued to do that for like five minutes and i was like yeah Dude, Oh my god. And that that wasn't the right question. answer though. No, yeah, that, that one was wasn't answer. That was Yeah, that was not the right answer. Yeah. Definitely Thank don't goodness. do that like no means yes shit. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean I, I hope it was like meant to be like this is what you shouldn't do. But it yeah. came up as yeah. like, dude, please stop. Oh my god, please stop. Why are you not <laughs> stopping? <laughs> like that's one of the funny ones, because it was clearly the wrong answer to do. And it exaggerated how awful it was right so i think the best one is when you pick an answer that's just so bad just for the kicks and then it goes into like the post scene where he's like on the bed either with two girls or the two (laughs) girls are like clothed or no girls and then when there's no girl he's just like 
no, that was not the right answer. And he just doesn't <laughs> yeah. even give me an explanation. It's like, bad choice. I think <laughs> yeah. I think those are hilarious. It's um, like a slap on her music, bad boy. <laughs> don't do that again. Don't pick this answer. Why did you even pick this? So some of them, some of those cutscenes though, like at the end, it's so wrong. Like his explanation, yeah. sometimes they're just so wrong. And I wish that you could have the option to skip it. You can only skip it if you've seen it like one time. Mm. Um, but that was kind of brutal. Yeah. Are there any good advice you heard from that, Melly, or any good advice from yourself? Oh, I did. Mine was, uh, if you're asking for a phone number, uh, make sure they have your phone number too. Also confidence. And I think there's a way, because when we pick some of the answers that we didn't really think were right, he kind of like, kind of the answers that you pick isn't exactly what you get. So if it says, you know, walk up to her and like do something, when you pick that answer, it might be... He might walk up to her and like punch her, and she's just like, "That's not what I. That's not what I asked for." <laughs> like sometimes that happens, where it's like you think he, you think it's gonna play out in a certain way, and then it doesn't, right? So, I think with that, it's like if you pick a ridiculous answer, but it turns out to be the right answer, it's because he like reeled it in, or like he did it in a way that you didn't think it was gonna come off, but it like worked in the end, kind of like that. So things are kind of salvageable if they start. If it doesn't start off the right way, maybe. I don't know. That's what I'd say. Okay. Yeah. You know, if you twerk attack, you could turn, yeah. it, turn it into not a twerk attack. Literally. But just don't be, like, overly persistent if it's, like, going south. Just, you have to know <laughs> yeah. when to just dip. Tap out when you, you start talking about Assassin's Creed. Unless they're yeah. Assassin's Creed. Yep. Yep. One of the answers later on was, like, give them your Steam ID. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're going to go play, like, Hearts of Iron 4 with them later, you might want to do that. Actually, yo, I, I got that from a Humble Bundle. If you want to teach me how to play it, there's multiplayer. I'm down. Ooh, there is multiplayer. We should play Hearts of Iron 4. Next week, on Watch Play Pride, <laughs> for 12 hours. Um... What is 12 hours? <laughs> Oh man, okay, you know what? I, I think that's a good time to ask for a rating from everyone. And oh. I'm gonna start it off. I'm gonna give this one twerk attack out of five. <laughs> that was my rating! Oh, okay, wait, wait, you know what? I, I, I'll take that back. All right, I, I'm gonna say this uh, this game, Super Seducer, I'm going to give uh, one HR complaint out of five. Five HR complaints that should have happened. But it's just probably one out of five. Melly, what's yours? Now I don't want to say it. <laughs> I don't want to say it anymore. I'll go at the end. <laughs> I need to. Th- I need to think some more. Now I don't know. She or she? So, if you've been watching the past podcasts, I've always had a um, rating system out of ten. However, this game is going to change it for me. Uh, the reason being is... Okay, like I said from the beginning, objectively, this game is below a 5. <laughs> but because it technically succeeded in certain ways, it's not like I can't... Like, it's not like a failure. So I'm also going to change it to a 5-star system because then I can give it a 1-star and not feel bad about it. So that is my rating. I'll give it a 1-star. Um, there, there are 
certain audience that this might cater to, you know, that's fine. Um, like I said, you know, guilty pleasures. Um, it's just as a game, I don't think, I, I don't think even for people who like this game, they will put it in their top games of all time kind of list, right? If anything, it's one of those, like, it's the worst game of all time list, but, you know, it's kind of funny if you play with your friends, you can laugh it over. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's, that's most I can say about it. All right, doing a one out of five for G, which is really a two out of ten. <laughs> no, it's different. <laughs> Ezra, what's your rating? Am I allowed to go negative? Hell yeah. <laughs> Alright. You can ever scale negative... you want. Alright, alright. I'm going to moonwalk away from this game with a negative three dick pics. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no out of what, just negative three. <laughs> three unwanted dick pics is what Angela's giving this game. Rogers, what you giving to this? You, I really, I'm really interested because you look like you gave up on life halfway through. You, you describe this, I believe verbatim. This is more of a horror game than the motion, <laughs> the horror game. <laughs> um, what's the opposite of a Casanova? Uh, oh, there was Average Joe, but I don't know. Uh... What castle? <laughs> we haven't bombed one so bad, so I don't know what that's called in the game. Um, this is like, uh, you know, one like moldy wet noodle that you have at like the back of the pool house, and uh, you really don't want to go out and dig it up, but you gotta like clean out the whole thing because it's like infesting the rest of the you know wood paneling walls, and really, you know, I guess we had to do it. Uh, but I'd rather wish we did it, and we should have just burned the whole thing down. Uh, so my that's my rating. Uh, and uh, even if you would enjoy this game, I'd say don't do it. It's not worth the time. There's other things that are more enjoyable. Do those things instead. Even similar content. Go play Cards Against Humanity. That's great. Do it there. Uh, even maybe they have a seducer version of it. Do that. Uh, don't waste your time with this. Melly. <laughs> what you give him this? You give it a one kumquat tree out of ten. <laughs> Don't give this man your money. That's all I'm gonna say. But I do want to. I think I do want to ask one more question though. Okay. Does anybody have like? Does anybody have like a horror pickup story? Oh. Oh. No one sit on me. <laughs> oh. Well, you could be do- the one doing the picking up, and it's That's a horror, true. right? Okay, I'll go. I'll me. go first. I'll go first. I'll tell you this really awkward moment. Um, I was in university. Um, I was dating somebody at the time, but the person I guess obviously didn't know that I was getting my picture taken for like your graduation photo. Mm-hmm. I'm there, and I see this guy who's like waiting. I think he either went before me, so then I went in. When, when I finished, finished he was, was just, just waiting, waiting there. there. So, then so then I'm, I'm like leaving, leaving and he starts talking to me. I'm like, what the heck? And like, obviously, I know I'm like with somebody. And I never thought that somebody would like talk to me. Right? So he's like talking to me. He's like, hey, where are you going? And he's like, hey, you want to grab coffee sometime? Like, he was like really nice about it. 
I'd like, I'd like it that we could be friends. And the thing that I said to him was like, oh, sorry, I don't drink coffee. Because, because I actually don't, don't. and like I would have been willing, willing to like hang out as like friends, and he's like, oh okay, and then he just booked it. Man just booked it. I didn't get a chance. chance to, I didn't realize in my head that he was like, you know. And I was just like, yeah, I don't drink coffee. And he's like, oh, okay, bye. And then he just dipped. And then I realized after I was like, oh no, yikes. I guess you were really cute too, but I'm just like, yikes. Uh, that's an example of unless they say like a specific no thank you you know you could try again and be like oh well boat tea then or something i know he, he, just, he booked it so it. he booked it's it so fast, fast i didn't even get a chance, chance to like say <laughs> anything oh. else he, he heard the, the no but and then, and then just he was gone no, don't feel bad for his lack of self-esteem. Yeah, he, he actually ran away. <laughs> he, he booked it. He booked it. Rats jokes. Okay, he was, he, what that is, is he was just an efficient person. He was like, okay, I got to know. I got other things to do today. I got to get to that really fast. He's a very, very busy man. He's got <laughs> other things to do. Yeah, I hope he's, he's doing well. Probably a doctor. It's okay, buddy. Yeah, he's I probably a doctor. So. <laughs> he volunteers at PETA. Help so. Help him fight the quarantine. Don't worry, he's he's in a good place. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any other horror stories. Um, I've never had really the the big courage to do any kind of pickup thing, or or I've never been hit on. But has anyone here? So there was one time I remember when I was on the subway home from. I think I was in university. Yeah, I was in university. I was on the subway home, and then. I was trying to sleep, and then this guy who was sitting near me, you know how it's like two-seaters like this? So I was mm-hmm. like over here, and he was over here. And then he, he started talking to me, and I, I, at first, I thought he was asking for directions or something, because you know sometimes people just ask for things, and then you, you want to be nice, so you kind of respond, or you listen to what they're saying. And I forgot what he asked me, but then he started talking to me after he asked me a question where it seemed like a normal thing to ask like a stranger, like, oh, how do I get to a McDonald's, whatever, right? And he started talking to me, and I was like, "Man, I just want to sleep right now, man. I'm tired." And then, and then eventually, he like started asking about more personal questions, and he was like, "Oh yeah, so do you have a boyfriend?" And blah blah blah. And I was very not interested in this guy, and I did not have a boyfriend at the time, but I lied and I said I did. I was like, "Yeah, sorry." Uh, yeah, and then this guy said the most obnoxious thing I've ever heard a guy say to me, I think, because he was like, oh, okay, do you want to upgrade? And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who said that? Yeah, and I was like, no thanks, and then I left. Was but, that the time like, he yeah, that told was... me to get to the station? No, that was another time. That was the time when there's this guy following me. That was creepy. Yeah, oh, that, was, no. that was different. Yeah, at least the obnoxious guy, like, after I left, he didn't follow me. He just, like, whatever, went his own way. But the time I called you to get me was there was, like, this guy following me at the station. And he kept trying to talk to me. And then, like, that was one where he wasn't asking for anything, like, directions and stuff. So I knew it wasn't, like, a normal conversation. So I just ignored him and kept walking away. And I was like, oh, my God, Andy, come help yeah, me. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah that was scared different. the shit out of me, man. I raced to that station. Yeah, man. You, you remember when we found him, too? Like, when you came, he was still there. Yeah, I remember, he was, yeah, like, I saw him. Like, that yeah, so creepy, man, yeah. Dude. creepy, man. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, and this is not a pickup line, but this happens, I think, to a lot of girls, too, where you're in the club, and you're just dancing with your girls and stuff, and it's fine to shoot your shot, but once a girl says no, 
or like you realize they're not interested, please leave them alone because like guys will try to grind on girls and stuff and then they'll pull them away. Like your friends will pull you away as a girl. I've had this where like a person would start grinding and then my girls would pull me away from them because it's like, yo, gross, nah, yo, you don't want that and stuff, right? And then they just keep coming back and that's really annoying and frustrating and gross. So like know how to take rejection, please. So yes. yeah, that's my Guys choice. at the club, stop grinding on people that don't want you grinding on them. It's gross. Uh, yeah. This vaguely reminds me of something. Maybe it was from one of these stupid pickup shows back in like the late 2000s where there's like this concept of the big group of girls at the club and they're like they form like a defensive ring yeah (laughs) and then they were talking about strategies about how to break up the ring like oh my god and and like how to like like separate people into like groups so that you could actually talk to them or whatever uh, oh my god. Are you sure that wasn't just Jersey Shore and they were talking about the grenades? It was either that or a nature documentary about sharks and fish. I I can't remember. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Those are very different things. Yeah, what? Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So as a pickup artist, think like a shark. Divide the school of fish. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's gross. I think we all agree that's gross. And uh, I'm sorry you had to relive that memory, Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> know that if anyone unwanted grinded on you, we would protect you. Like a good school of fish. Well, I don't know. I'm not a big club person. So Neither I don't think I've ever... Talk to someone at a club that I didn't already know. One, it's too loud. You can't hear anything anyone says, anyways. Usually, I think the and, only conversations you have at a club is, "Hey, you want a shot? Yeah, let's do shots." <laughs> and then you do shots. I think it's fine to like have interactions in a club, even though it's very hard because it's very loud. Um, but just be respectful about it. Like, don't be creepy. Yeah. Be a decent <laughs> human being. This yeah. is the moral of Super Seducer is to be a better person. I think I think we've all came out of this experience thinking, "Wow, at least we're not that." Kira, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do you have any horror story? Uh, well, before that, I actually wanna. Uh, you guys are talking about grinding and stuff. Is there something that's like a reverse grind? Because what happened was a girl came Short up to attack. me. You know how guys the, you know how well you know how grinding works, right? So the girl came up to me when I was dancing and he she did that to me. But I had from no behind? idea. Huh? She came from, she came behind you? No no the other way. So she kind of came in that's front just like, called we're grinding. Dancing. I was that's dancing just, with my friend. That's just the, called grinding. Yeah, so so she that's tried to do that on me, right? <laughs> Except I had I, I wasn't experienced enough, so I didn't really know what's going on. So I, I was the one who kind of just like slowly backing off. <laughs> like, what is why is this girl backing off herself? To, I'm like, you know. But yeah, that wasn't my horror story. That was just something I thought was interesting. I, I, I uh, do remember a horror story I have, but it was really. You want to go first? I'll go after. You can yeah. go first. If you want. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I had something similar. I, I was at like a, a dance, if you will. And a girl came up to me. She, she was nice. I knew her. 
And she was a really sweet girl. She was pretty. And then she was like, I'm really drunk. And I was like, you should get some water and turned her around to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and she was so upset. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I mean, that's, I don't think that's a really good line as a girl to open. I think that's on her. I, I think that's on her. How old are you? Friends. I was like, how old oh, are as you? a friend, I think you should get some water. I'm going to continue enjoying my time over here. <laughs> you get hydrated. <laughs> she was not having it. She was so angry. She bought me a drink, but I thought she was just being nice. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh. Wait, did she buy you a drink first or after she said? First. Um, okay, yeah, so I think she got desperate with the, yo, I'm really drunk right now. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> I was take a hit. Back, you. <laughs> take a hit, Andy. I'm really drunk, Andy. Take a hit. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, you probably should have got that drink, girl. <laughs> Use your ticket for water. <laughs> that water bottle, get that uh, sparkling. <laughs> oh, my God. Young people are so dumb. <laughs> If you shoot your shot, if it doesn't work, then you know, like, I can't no hard still feeling. be friends, right, Andy? Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. As long as there's no dick pics. <laughs> then the, there's okay, we're not at stage yet. I understand. All right, I'll take it slow. <laughs> and I, well, you've gotten the training on how to get out of the friend zone. So. <laughs> oh. There's still two chapters left if you want to watch. I'm, I'm just putting that out there. I'm trying to get my money's worth, okay? I'm trying to get my money's worth out of Frank this. and I have next Friday off. <laughs> we can play with you during the day. I can already, I can hear her disapproval. Don't waste your day off on that, please. Please don't do that. Yes, appreciated. On that note, uh, this has been Watch Play Cry. This episode has been brought to you by myself, Andy Wong, and Rogers, Chi, Angela, and Melly. Join us next week when we play another game and talk about it together. Uh, and on that note, goodbye. Editing help from Gabriel Hauser. Music by Eric Opinado. Spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead.